On this episode of the Fade and Golf Podcast, John and I prep for Masters Week. Uh, we talk a little bit about attending the Masters, being able to go as a patron, as well as we talk a little bit about the field, and we wrap it up by tasting all the lovely brews you can get at Augusta National. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man, it's a speed putt. Well, we'd like to thank our promotional sponsor, Fanatics. Fanatics.com, where you can get your officially licensed everything, anywhere from the NBA to the NHL to the NFL, of course, the MLB. John, baseball kicked off. Your favorite team? St. Louis Cardinals, baby. The Cards, man. Uh, I'm a Cubs guy. You're a Cards guy, but I know you can get your hats, you can get your shirts, whatever, jerseys, of course, on Fanatics.com. But one of the things, of course, that's related to golf, I've been getting a ton of their emails because I've bought stuff from PGA.com. Fanatics does handle and manage PGA.com for their store, and they've been promoting the heck out of the upcoming PGA Championship that's in May this year. It's really odd. I, I, it's gonna it's gonna take some time to like just adjust to that. Yeah, it's it. I mean, I think it's so different, and it, I guess it's but awesome, way, but awesome. I actually kind of like having majors strung Condensed together like this. Majors, yeah, month after month, no big gap now. Um, but uh, Beth Page Black is where the PGA Championship is going to be. They have all the gear on PGA.com, which is operated, like I said, and run by Fanatics. So. Check that out on PGA.com or go to Fanatics.com and get your gear. Fantastic. Of course, use the promo code FADEDGOLF. That's FADEDGOLF altogether, and you'll get a 25% discount off your gear. Love it. So check that out. Use the promo code. Thanks to Fanatics. We appreciate you powering the Faded Golf Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 24 of the Faded Golf Podcast. It is Masters Week, and so John and I are hanging out, just getting pumped up for the Masters, and we're watching a little NCAA basketball in the background. Right and, uh, behind us, a little Texas Tech, Virginia. We're the, in the first Tip minute off. of the game while we're recording this, so... It, Kind of a fun week. We got Masters Week. We've got um, we got some finals of basketball. There's going to be playoffs coming around. A lot of other sports. Do you know what stuff. the icing on the cake is? Tell me. You you don't. Are you serious? You don't know? No, I'm you not do sure. know. I'm not sure. What's right after the Masters? Sunday night. Um, work and we've got something. <laughs> pre- I've got something prepared for that. Well, what is it? We got to tell our. 16 listeners that how nerdy we are <laughs> game of thrones, game of thrones final man. season it's so awesome it's gonna be fantastic i mean that's like the best week ever you have a debut i mean that's game of point. thrones has been off what for two years pretty much yeah it has been off for two years two yeah. years we've been waiting two years for the final six episodes of so, dragons and freaking night freaking kings so after you watch jordan spieth put on his second green jacket he, you he, can watch Game of Thrones. He had touches of greatness last week. I mean, think about last year was his, really his best round. That last round. Yeah. Last year. Got at him Augusta. a backdoor top five. Yeah. I mean, he was he shot a sixty four with a bogey on eighteen. Dude, dude, he was making he was making a charge. He was making a charge. He hasn't had a really good round since. Can't wait to watch Sunday at the Masters with you. Because <laughs> We, we actually haven't planned that out. we got to figure out what we're doing for Sunday. We're going to 
put it on the. We should either right my here. big screen or your big screen. We're doing it wherever. Uh, we'll, we'll plan that out. We could do a little live. We could. We need to map that out. Yeah, pool will be open. Your pool? Yeah. Oh, could be oh, some. God, wings. I wonder. Gosh, could it, be some. Wings. If it's over seventy degrees on Sunday, we're totally just having the families. We're gonna go swimming. We're gonna yeah. We're gonna smoke some freaking wings on the wings. green eggs or the Traeger or whatever. I might be doing a uh, brisket. I might bring a brisket over. Put it in the. I'll have to look at the. Put it in the cooler. I'll have to look at the forecast. But yeah, the pool opens on Friday. I think you could put the heater on. Oh, we'll we'll have the heater on. It may be still a little chilly by Sunday. So, but. Mark, you are heading to South Carolina tomorrow morning. Uh, flying into Atlanta, and then yes, driving to Aiken, South Carolina. Aiken. Yes, Aiken. How how far is Aiken from Augusta? Uh, I think it's about two. Oh, from Augusta, it's like forty five minutes. Okay, a little like forty five minutes east. Are you staying at? Are you staying in Aiken the whole week? We're staying in Aiken. Uh, well, we aren't. I'm not there the whole week. I'm lucky enough to go to the practice round this Wednesday, and um, we're playing Palmetto Golf Club in uh, Aiken, home of the second oldest clubhouse in the nation. So, uh, pretty excited about that. Have you done a little research? Is it did they keep it vintage? Uh, they've kept it vintage. So yes, yeah, second oldest clubhouse in How the United it? States. So God, eighteen hundreds, I think. Well, yeah, I assume that. Oh, so eighteen uh, like Tom Morris live era type stuff. Yeah, hold on here. I had it uh, pulled up on my. This looks like a barn on burner. Texas Tech two to two, two with three minutes in here. The two, the uh, number one and number two defense in the country. It's pretty good stuff. Here. It's probably gonna be. I'll probably look back up when there's eight minutes. There it's gonna go. be six to four. Palmetto, uh, eighteen ninety two. Holy shit! Was uh, when it was founded. So, yeah, eighteen hundreds. So that should be exciting. I've that's heard the golf courses. Really cool. I've heard the golf course is just in phenomenal condition. Is it just like really old school? Uh, I, I, from the photos I've seen, it it's very Augusta-like um, as far as like the way the trees are and, yes, kind of old, classic kind of course. So it should be uh, interesting to see. I don't know. Do you uh, – I well, just when you come back, we talk for the next podcast, try to find out if like a lot of the holes, or, like any of them are the same that they were. Yeah. Yeah, what they've done over the years. I, I I need to do a little bit more homework, but yes, I think I'll I'm gonna absorb as much as I can while I'm down there. Then we're playing a um, uh, we're gonna try to get tickets for Thursday, but if we don't, we're playing a uh, Arnold Palmer course that's somewhere between Atlanta and Augusta. Um, I think it's like called Cherokee Run or something like that. So, how'd you figure that out? Um, we just booked it because we were just searching for golf. We literally Googled golf courses between Augusta and Atlanta. So, okay. So we booked that um, just in case we can't get the three, th- you know, tickets for less than three thousand dollars for Thursday. So the ticket prices is just absolutely outrageous. Are they going in crazy? Is it just nuts now? I mean, last year um, I went for my first practice round and was like, it just we decided not to go on spring break because we took the kids on a, another vacation, and uh, I was like, hey, if we're not going on spring break. Masters is spring break every year for us here in Indiana. Let's let's do that. Like just Allison and I went and um, I got on like StubHub or whatever and paid fifteen hundred, thirteen hundred bucks or something like that for Wednesday practice. So I was like, once in a lifetime, I'm doing it. I'll never win the lottery. 
And, uh, um, so we, I mean, we had a great experience, um, got to obviously experience, you know, Augusta and all that. And then this year, my brother-in-law, first time he's ever entered the Augusta National Lottery and Johnny Hart freaking gets drawn for Wednesday practice tickets. So, uh, lucky enough, he invited me to, uh, join him with, uh, Michael, who's been on, on the you show. You weren't expecting to go again this year. I wasn't right? expecting to go. Um, I thought, I figured he'd take like some of his buddies or something and, you know, whatever, but, uh, really cool. So we're going, yeah, with my father-in-law and my two brother-in-laws and should be a blast. That's, um, Johnny, drink some Steve's for me if you're listening. Oh, we will drink some Steve's. So yeah, we got, we got golf planned. We've got, uh, uh, some Augusta action probably will blow at least a grand in the uh, the, the shop. So oh, pretty excited. That's super easy to do. Yep. So we're I'm I'm yeah I'm looking forward to it. We uh um I don't you've been yeah and you what you went on a Sunday correct yeah 2015 ah oh, just epic oh I no. think I've talked about it on the podcast before yep. it's just one of the coolest days of my entire life I mean buying my <laughs> Getting married and having a couple boys, that was, it's in the top five. That day was amazing. I can only imagine. We, and you, you had great seats, like on what, 16 green? Yeah, I went with some, some guys that really know what they're doing. They, his, uh, my friend um, from St. Louis, Sean Joyce, he, he, he'll, uh, he doesn't care if I say his name on here. His dad won the lottery like 15 years ago. Like the full boat the lottery, full boat lottery. Like he's got the hall pass or he, the pass for the he, yeah the whole he, badge. He's got two badges, two badges. And so when you get the full lottery, you win two badges. Yep. And they've just you know they've learned the ropes. So when I went down there, I got there Saturday. Of course, we frequented Hooters. Hooters. <laughs> went went there. Had amazing wings. Mm-hmm. Went to the bikini contest, which was I was dragged there. I could John I John Daly there. John Daly was the member. I mean, excuse me, the judge at Good. the uh, the contest, um, and he was sitting like within from me to you, which is it's a podcast here, but Mark's yeah. five feet away, and uh, the guys is with say, hey, let's go there, just get a picture, say hi, and I took a picture for one of my friends that was with him and. You know, he put his arm around him and said, hey. And then I gave my friend, Sean, the phone to take a picture of me and John Daly. As soon as I go over there with him, he flicks off the camera. <laughs> Do you have that picture? I have that picture. What? Uh, this yeah. is, dude, I need that photo because we're putting that on, on the gram. Okay. We'll I'll, put that on the gram. It's a good, that's a, that's a fantastic, uh, I can't wait to see it, that. I, I can't it. believe I haven't shown you that. No, you haven't shown me that picture. Yeah. So That's, that's awesome. You know, we went, we ended up going to bed actually a pretty decent time being at Hooters because they set Hooters up like a party area. Oh yeah, they just move all the tables out of the way. And- I went back to my Motel Six, paying yep. four hundred a night. But yep. you know what? It's a mile away from the course, so yep. I was good with it. And I think we're at the Days Inn for like two fifty a night in Aiken, forty five minutes away. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, they told me. Um, the guys said, hey, you know, we're, we're getting up at 5 in the morning. We need to be the first group in because they take in by sets of groups. And we got there at the course right at 5.30, and we were the last people cut off Ooh. for the first group in, and you're walked in by a member with a jacket. So I was like, this is super cool. 
And they tell you, it's like, look, if you run, if you do, it's like you're gone, your badge is yanked. You do not run. Because the member will take you to a certain point. They go to like certain stops. Mm-hmm. We went through like three stops. And then the last part, they're like, don't run. You can walk as fast as you can to your spot because you put down your seat and you want your and seats you're, there. You're locked. You're all day. So the guy said, hey, we're going to go to 16, get our seats down. Um, and that's where we went. We went to 16. And we actually had a chance to get in the front row on the side. But he goes, no, let's get right behind. We got the second row right behind. So we put that down, great seats, and then you know, then I just started taking it in. It went and got like a sausage sandwich and a coffee, and sat down. It was a beautiful morning. It was like six thirty, six forty-five. Like uh, five dollars to get that. Five dollars, right? <laughs> five dollars, and just started looking around, started taking it in, and it just went from there. I think the first tea time is at nine forty ten thirty it's pretty early on a sunday yeah yeah um yeah for it so in smaller field and th- which we'll get into gosh later. what was that guy's name from taiwan he i forget his name but he was the last guy he was the first guy to tee off and they also had um a pacer because they had the all they had the uh off number and it's actually a member from the club oh yeah uh it's um he's a and he's a ringer name? He's fantastic. He, actually, he beat Rory the year before. Right. I God, I can't think of his name right now. So they and I got to see that. I got to see that play, and it was just it was really neat, a cool experience. And I had my they don't let you bring your phone in. You know that. Yep. And I had my Fitbit on or something. And I walked that day. Jeff I wa- Knox. Jeff Knox. Jeff yeah. Knox. There you go. I walked that day, I believe, seventeen miles. 17, oh, easily. 17 miles on the course because I wanted to see everything. I fought in, in Tiger and Rory walked together um, that day. So I went back, I watched those guys, I walked with them a little bit. And actually, they, you know, of course, they had a huge group. So I cut across like in front of them. I think I was on. What's the hole that Bubba hit that hook shot on? Uh, 17? No, Don't, I think it's a little bit before that. It's like 12. When he hits oh. that around the tree, remember? Well, was that in the playoff, though? I thought they no. don't they do playoff from 17. No, it wasn't in the playoff. Remember, he went in the woods and hit that like hook wedge. Oh. You remember that? I do, but I'm trying to think of when that was. Well, I thought that was the playoff hole. I thought they put, didn't they replay 18 and then they went back to 17? It was like the second playoff hole? I don't think it was. <sighs> I'll have to go, we'll have to figure that out. But that's that's okay. us. That's us not knowing shit about professional golf. Well, that's why we don't talk about professional golf. We're 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 amateur observers. But I cut across to that whatever hole that was, and yep. somebody could point that out because I knew I could jump ahead of Rory and and Tiger, and I I go walk down the hill. Mm-hmm. And here comes a ball trickling down, hits this lady's chair, and I was like, well, I'm gonna stand here because I want to see this. Here comes Tiger, coming up on that hole that. Bubba did that hook shot. He's in the woods to the right. Um, and I got to stand from me to you again from Tiger hitting a shot out of the woods at Augusta. So it was pretty cool. It was, it, it, it is just, you know, it, it's, a, it's, you, you can't you explain it. I'm talking oh, about it. It was the 10th hole, actually. Yeah. That, the, I knew it was a lower it was number. The 10th hole. Yeah. So that was a good pick. You got that fast. Um, it's amazing what these phones can do. <laughs> but, you know, here I talk about it, and you know, I I, I go back to like my my feelings. But it's it, you can't explain. That's why I tell everybody: 
if you get a chance to go, just go. Do it. Go. If you like golf, even if you are even thinking about you like golf, that'll make you like golf more. Oh, yeah. I mean, Allison was like blown away. It's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. It, it'll blow your mind. Would, would you put it up there as one of the prettiest places you've ever seen? It's like, it's Disney World for me. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's it, not it's, a, there's not it's a the, weed it's in the, the place. It's the happiest place on earth for a golfer. For, I mean, it, and, and that, I tell you what, and Disney World's a freaking train wreck, as you and I have talked about. I mean, there's so much going on there. But that a kid like, loves Disney World. Yeah, exactly. So think about that. That's, this is like Disney World for adult men. <laughs> there's some comments I could make there. <laughs> It's so good. It's just it's 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 fantastic. Um, so um, from that perspective, so obviously I'm going this week. You've been to a tournament day. I've only been to practice days. I know there's a huge difference. Um, but let's let I want to expand upon um what the, what the experience is as a spectator, um, regardless of what day it is. By the way, we played Stone Mountain the day after. Ooh. <laughs> fantastic club there stone mountain in stone mountain right outside atlanta was it any good awful golf course that's too bad it had a stone mountain in the back <laughs> did it really that's fan- yeah. that's awesome stone it was like a very original name it was that's, awful that's good um so from you talked about your experience walking in on a tournament day for me um, you know, I think it was a little bit different because people aren't racing to put their chairs down on a practice day necessarily. Um, uh, and so it was a little bit different experience. So we, when we walked in, uh, we came in back by the, uh, the driving range and, and that kind of space and, and we were watching them warm up. It just, it, the attention to detail just with the crew that they have, even working the driving range is phenomenal. Um, and then we ended up going into the pro shop, like right out of the gate. So uh, waited in a line that wrapped outside the building. <laughs> and they have this brand new like pro shop that they basically just opened last year. And um, we go in there. And I mean, you want to talk about mad chaos. That, that had to be one of the craziest uh, retail experiences I've ever gone through. It's nuts. I didn't, I mean, I didn't, the one you're talking about, it wasn't there, I guess, when I went there. Yeah, it's different, a little different. So, um, and it's, so it's just this massive building and they have this wall of shirts. They're all just numbered and they've got all these kids from South Carolina State and um, a lot of, like, I think, like Augusta University, like, there's a number of universities that they were saying, uh, the, the kids say they go through like a retail management program. And p- part of their semester and their grade is based off of getting ready and prepped to work this the masters basically. So they get credit for working at the masters, and it's like a business class kind of thing. And I'm like, oh. why didn't I go? That's actually where we should probably go to school and get our um, and and use our four years of eligibility, John. So so earlier, all right. Now we're gonna, now we're gonna backtrack a little bit because this we weren't recording this and we felt bad about it, but. Actually, we should do this. We should go get like a uh, a, a retail sports retail management uh, masters. Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. But so John and I were discussing, and we got, we're gonna we have to confirm this. But we never played college sports or college golf. I never played high school golf. Yeah, well, 
it, unfortunately, John can't go back to high school, but we could go back and enroll for another degree um, or a master's degree of some sort at another university, and you could play for that school. Do you think the University of the uh, what, University of Phoenix? What is it? Uh, <laughs> do you th- the online the online university? Do you think they have a golf team? Do you think they have a golf team? I don't know. We got to figure that out. But we, hey, if anybody's listening, any of those golf coaches out there that are maybe like D two type golf coaches, if you need a couple threes that are savvy, uh, have good experience, uh, one is actually a coach himself. If you need like a like a player coach, right? Your guys, right? You need some good veteran talent. We're your guys. We're your guys. We have four We'd years a- of eligibility. We think we probably could play for like one or two seasons. But we could probably bring you guys like an NAIA championship or something like that. We could like play that. a solid, maybe like or on our good days, a four, probably a five consistently in your individual. We'd be your individual. You could count on us for that. Absolutely. And then we can make sure we keep your guys even, just their emotions in check. Yeah. I mean, we're there's, your guys. There's, like, there's a huge benefit here. Look, we don't need scholarships. Nope. Don't need scholarships. So, um, we, we really, we would just want to bring some stuff to the program and us being there would be a notoriety. Right. I mean, you think about that. You would have the faded golf guys on your team that are 40, <laughs> your 40 year old faded golf guys on your golf team. But Hey, Hey, hey the benefit really to us is that not only would we get to play golf for a couple of years, but we would get, you know, master's degrees in, uh, physics or something like that. Yeah, we'd apply our minds. Yeah, so good stuff. If, All right. So if, anyway, if, back. If, if 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 you, could, uh, <laughs> I would love to say we told our wives that uh, we've decided you know, we're going back to school. You know, I've, Mark and I are competing for the fourth spot. This is fourth like what spot? What spot are you talking about? This is a Rodney Dangerfield movie, by the way. Number right? four. <laughs> Number four. Go. On. Back to school? What is it? What was that one Yeah, called? Back to School. Oh, Back to School. He Such was a diver? A, that's an underrated movie. Oh, it's awful, but so good <laughs> at the same time. His son looks more like him than like if I was like, like I don't, I'm not saying this to any type of race or anything, but if like my dad was like Asian and I was like a white, black kid, it did, there's that kid. It don't look like It looked nothing alike. <laughs> nothing. So good. <laughs> Oh man! So so John and I are going to consider our uh, future eligibility in uh, college golf as we continue on getting older. Um, so yeah, sorry we we uh, we digress a little bit there. So uh, so the retail experience I thought it was really cool. Talked to a few of these kids. Um, what a great experience! You get to just deal with like the mecca of golf merchandising. Uh, the amount of stuff that you can get there, though. Um, what was I mean, there's obviously shirts and hats and belt, you know, clothing type of accessories. You can get some golf-related um, things like um, balls with, you know, Masters logos on them or to tease, to, you know, any uh, even like head covers and stuff like that. But what was the most obscure thing that you saw that you were tempted to buy but maybe didn't? See, I just I, – I I think my year, the, la- the year that I the- – the year I went was kind of like the last year they they stopped selling like old school their shirts like the shirts I could oh, get yeah. they were shit cotton they were just not good like the one you got me last year was excellent they yeah. didn't have those there yeah the one I got was 
just garbage. The pro shop. So the pro shop you went to last year was the yep. new one. Yep. It was not. I mean, it's still like the pro shop that I went to. It was, it was nice, but it wasn't what you described. Yeah. Um. So when I, I, I don't know, I like dicked in there. I bought my kids a one master shirt, and I was like, that was pretty garbage. Um, <laughs> you know, there was hats. I bought the hat. It was a fucking terrible hat. Like I still have it. It's just yeah. not comfortable. I, I, I will say, I'm not in love with the hats. I think have, I gave you the shirt. Did you I? You did. You gave me the shirt. It, I've never worn. It's horrible. It just I tried it on. It like it's scratchy. It's terrible. <laughs> it's the sleeves are like it's like the uh, so I got it's like it. the Freddie Couples like '90s VJ Singh '90 like where the sleeves go like down past your elbow practically. Yeah, it's, so it's, I got out of there the pretty quick. Shirt. I got out of there pretty quick. Yeah, like, I get it. The only thing oh, the, the the PGA when I went up to uh, Bell Reve last year was good. Like that store was good. The worst though by far is where we went this past year. Oh my god, golf. the Ryder Cup. <laughs> that shop was like a mess. I mean the. When we when the BMW championship was here, that like by far like blew away the merch uh, tent, it, and it could be because. But we showed up on Saturday and went through the and it was like already just wiped out, picked over, nothing. I think the Europeans planned it with because there was hardly any Americans there. It was just not. But, but even the European shit was all picked over. You know, you, I couldn't. I mean, there wasn't anything. I think that, that was I'm just saying, like that whole thing. Yeah. Like it was just not catered towards Americans at all. <laughs> the golf course was not American. We got. I, we might need to add that list that to our list of places to play. Leg golf. Leg golf. We'll have to have another podcast about that place. I just there was no place we could find to play golf. Nope. Was yeah, there? France I mean, you is, looked a couple places, didn't you? Yeah. There's like. I mean. You you had to go like out from Paris. I mean, we were staying in the heart of Paris, so we had to. It would have taken us like an hour to get anywhere, which was a bummer. But we're digressing again. We had to bring our stick. Would we bring our sticks? I think you'd have to. Yeah, it's a straight flight. I mean, here's why I look at it: like it would be one of those stops where you're like going on a European like golf excursion or something like that. And you're gonna try to play multiple locations. I'd go back to Paris in a heartbeat. I love that place. I did. That was so awesome. It was great. Um, so back, <laughs> back to back to Augusta. We were talking about merchandise and how much it sucked uh, at at Lake Golf, and uh, but um, I, I bought some like glassware. I've got um, I got like a bottle opener that was fairly obscure. Allison wanted to get this blanket. I was like, we're not gonna get a blanket. I bought like some, uh, oh, you know the. The divot fixtures. I yeah. I bought. Hey, I got a bunch of ball. Markers. I got a flag. I got a nice towel. I got a towel too. Yeah, I mean, I just don't really. I just want another shirt. If you see a good hat, yeah, like get it, like a good hat. A good hat. Otherwise, don't. You know yeah. what a good hat is. I know what a good hat is. But the the shirt, I love the shirt. I just want the the powder the powder blue powder blue. Powder blue shirt coming. Oh, up. weird! It's seventeen to ten, with nine minutes to go. Wow, it's such an exciting game! <sighs> All right, so yeah, so uh, I, I I will say that it's it's easy to blow probably a thousand, two thousand dollars in there, especially if you're easy. What ends and here's what ends up happening. Tad Tad Callahan's going there. You might see him. Oh, okay. I think he's going to be there on I'm a practice day. All right, um, but it, part of the reason I think I dropped so much money is not. 
for what you were just saying, like, you don't think it's much, but you're like, yeah, I'm going to get my buddy a shirt and I'm going to get my buddy a hat. I ended up getting like five people different things. And next thing you know, it's like 1500 bucks and it, it adds up really fast. And most of the shit wasn't even for me. So, well, this year, I mean, you're not, are you, how many orders you got? Not a lot. I just, I'm getting a few hats for some people. That's about it. So, shouldn't be terrible. And I'm going to ship it this time. We didn't do that last time. It's a good idea. Um, but I'm just going to think I'm just going to ship everything back, not carry anything around. Good idea. I but think it's, it's good. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, uh, that is an experience in and of itself. You know, anytime I'm wearing anything that has masters on it, I mean, um, almost guaranteed that somebody makes a comment. Well, I'm a hundred percent jealous. I bet you are. I'm jealous that you you get to go down there. So let's let's talk about the food a little bit too then. Um so there's there's lots of things you can obviously buy in Augusta. Um but I think one of the best things is the menu. Um in which uh well let me go Pimento th- cheese sandwich. Let me let me go through the menu real quick. I've got what was the breakfast sandwiches? Because um, that's gonna, what I had and I was it was awesome. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the menu real quick. So, there the menu, the most expensive item is five dollars, and that is for a import or American craft beer on the uh, food menu. But let's go through this. So, uh, for breakfast, uh, served until 10 a.m., there is a Masters Blend fresh brewed coffee, dollar yep, fifty. It. it was great, dollar fifty. The sausage biscuit is also a dollar fifty. So, by the way, you just spent—I I said five dollars. You only spent three dollars for the coffee and the sausage biscuit. Three bucks. It's amazing. Only talk, but like, there's no sports event that you can get any like one item for three. Like you can't even get a bottle of water for three dollars at most sports events. I mean, it's good. It's and it's and it's good. It's not like amazing. It's good. Uh, chicken biscuit, dollar fifty. I think I had that too. <laughs> Blueberry muffin, dollar fifty, and a fresh uh, mixed fruit is two bucks. So, two dollars or less breakfast covered. Uh, well, basically less than five dollars your breakfast is covered. You know, like so you're talking about like food and like just normal stuff during the day. You know what stuck out to me the most was the place is set up for their patrons. There's that's what they gear them themselves for. And I, I most I felt it and I saw it when I went to the bathroom. So after you've had <laughs> breakfast, <laughs> tell us about your bathroom experience, John. I I mean it was so I was walking to the bathroom and they're all stalls. A majority of what I saw were There's stalls. some urinals too. There, so but I went to a stall. Yep. And the guy held me up, said, hold on. And he broke out the 409 or whatever the hell he had, cleaned the toilet off, cleaned it up, said, okay, sir, go on in. Every single time someone uses the restroom. Somebody cleans it. Cleans it. I I was like, this is like. And even after you wash your hands, they wipe down around the sink to make sure there's like no just water splashing everywhere. It's phenomenal. I was when th- when they did that. I was like, I, I was like, I or, was. Also, or how I was about like, the guy? I, I'm in the best place. Or how about the guy that's standing there in on Earth in the line on Earth? I'm on the best place on Earth. Yeah, you're standing in the line, and you don't have to look at the urinal, and you don't even have to look at the stall to find out where you need to go because there's some guy watching it for you and goes right there. 
right there. This one's open. Go. That one open. Just just ushering people through and, and cleaning it. It, it. It's the best bathroom experience I've ever had in a public place. Ever. 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 And, well, I don't want to skip over your food. It's great. You got the pimento cheese sandwiches. You oh, I mean, you have the classic sandwiches. So uh, the classic, there's the, the egg salad, the pimento cheese. Those are the master's, you know, traditional uh, sandwiches. They've got the barbecue. They've got a club. I had the barbecue. Uh, I, the barbecue is fi- fantastic. I had that as well. Um, grilled chicken wrap. They have a chicken sandwich, ham and cheese on rye, turkey and cheese on wheat. Um, and then uh, snacks. You can get, you know, chips, peanuts, crackers, cookies. Uh, but they have a, the. this is very, both of these items are fantastic. The Georgia pecan caramel corn and then the Georgia peach ice cream sandwich. Can you uh, look up this? Both just fantastic. And by the way, all of this stuff is $3 or less for all these food items. Uh, the most expensive food item on the menu is the grilled chicken wrap or the classic chicken sandwich. Those are 3 bucks. I It just blows me away. Oh, barbecue's 3 bucks too. Oh, gosh. I, I just finally... Okay, I found it. So, after the round... We got out of there, I don't know. We stayed all the way to the end after Jordan got jacketed. Um, we went to a steakhouse in Augusta. It was close to the Motel 6. And <laughs> Did they leave the light on we went, for we, you? We went, we, went, we went to T-Bones. Ooh. Sound, it sounds amazing already. And it was, it's right there on the strip. Like It's right by yeah. it. I was surprised, like... You were able to get just right in there? And it wasn't... Nobody... I think everybody just takes off. On Sunday. So, we went to T-Bone's. Awesome steak. Did you get a T-Bone? Had a big cigar afterwards. It was... Yeah, we went to T-Bone's. I got a big ribeye, a cowboy, and things happened. That's fantastic. It was great. I recommend it if you can get in there. All right. So, we got T-Bone's. We got getting the, the food at Augusta. Uh, we're going to get into the drinks a little bit later. All, uh, as I mentioned How before. How name? T-Bones. With fan- a Z. I love Oh, with a Z. That's fantastic. Um, you can get an iced tea, soft drink, bottled water for $2. Bucks. Um, beer, domestic beer, $4. Import or craft beer, 5 bucks. So everything's $5 or less on the menu. And um, one of the best souvenirs. So, yes, we talked about the shop. Right, you can go get whatever freaking shirt, crappy hat, whatever you want. Um, but I believe one of the best souvenirs you can get is actually the cheap plastic cup that all the drinks come in, the beverages I, come I in. I agree. I still have mine. I've I've I got s- seven or eight of them from whatever the hell we drank all day. And my mission, and this is I'll tell the story because Mike Capasano is a good good buddy of mine um, from Chicago, and he went down there from a guy with Atlanta from Atlanta. And he's like, he's like, all right, you're going to come with me, but this is what we do. He's like, all day long, we collect these cups because people like throw them to the side. They just leave them on top of trash cans. He's like, we collect them all day long. And he goes, here's why. It's the best gift to give back or to give away um, when you get home, like to your friends and stuff like that. Doesn't cost you basically anything, but you hand one of these over, 
give your buddy a roadie when he leaves in one of these Masters Cup, he's, he's, he'll keep hold on to that thing for life. Because they're like a fairly durable like plastic cup. It's a good cup. It's a good cup, and it says Master has the year and on it. And you use it. I've, I use them for my draft beer at home. All the time. Um, I'm trying, if you I'm can trying, get a hold of me at one, please. Oh, dude, I would take, I take that over. Dude, a hat. Michael and I are on a mission. I take that over. We're, a hat. we're on a mission to bring home like stacks of those. They're gonna go like, they're gonna line my golf bag, you know, with my golf clubs. I'm just gonna try to have like two long, big ass stacks that I put in there. How are you gonna, are you gonna like clean them at the at the Holiday Inn? No, wash them out at like in the bathroom or some shit. Or yeah, in the Holiday Inn, it doesn't matter. Whatever, just rinse them out and good to go. Done, done. If you can, if you can hook me up with one, I'm gonna. My mission is to at least have a dozen. I I love that cup. I got the. They're fantastic, and they and they're like you said, they're pretty durable. They're good. But cups. think about it, you. You pay four or five bucks, and you've got a cup that is basically last. It's just like a great cup. So much better. I think it's better than the souvenir cup that you get when you pay for the souvenir cup at the damn Final Four. Look, okay. I think this is a good segue into. You, you know, we were talking about this offline a little bit of how, you know, you want to be able to relate to this, just like the regular amateur guy, golfer, in, in, in a lot of regular people like us, they go to the, the Masters and a lot of regular people haven't. Yep. Um, and it's because it's becoming like so like nostalgic that, and I don't think that's the point of the members there. They don't want it to be super expensive for people to go. That's why they do a lottery system, which no other golf tournament does. No. But it is, if you want to go and you have no other, you didn't win the lottery and you don't have a friend, um, you're paying a shit ton of money to get in there. Which is... Which really sucks. frowned upon. It sucks. Well, and it's really frowned upon. So, you know, they keep trying to crack down on this every year, whether it be the number of times you can go in and out of the tournament. They've cracked that down. You can only come, I think you can go out once, maybe twice now, so so that people aren't doing badge swapping and stuff like that. Because um, well, part of it, too, is to crack down on people that are going in, buying a ton of merch, then going back out and putting it on eBay and crap like that. So they're trying to prevent that stuff. Um, but uh, So that's part of it. But as well as if you are caught selling or scalping or, you know, your badge or even your, if you won like a lottery, like a day ticket, you can be banned from going back for life. Oh, they, and they've done it. They'll do yep, it. Yep, and they'll do They're not afraid to do it. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, but I, I just, I, I like how they try to keep, the integrity of the patron and just keep it normal. And they're in the, it's evident in the cheap food, not, not cheap, like quality, inexpensive. It, cheap, inexpensive. And then also like the beer, uh, the merch is, a, it's, that's still kind of pricey. I mean, it's not cheap. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's, it's a $70 shirt and a $25 yeah. hat, just it, like you would pay in any other pro shop, but not like not, not fucking, uh, Disney World shit, you know they're not. Oh, yeah. they aren't giving you garbage and marking it up. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's it's quality stuff you're buying. I mean, especially what I got from you last year. That shirt was awesome. Um, is awesome. I wear it all the time. But I I, I really think that's if you get a chance to go, and it's not and you can do it for five hundred bucks. If you can get that opportunity, yep. do it. Yep. 
go and experience it because you'll realize like the spirit of that, of the, of the golf tournament and, and the people that run it, they've kept it this, the way that Bobby Jones originated it. I yeah. really believe that. Yeah. That's, that, that's, I think that's one of the reasons me, you really love golf is because of that kind of tournament, that what it is, the integrity of the game and like just normal guys just wanting to play golf, amateur hacks like us. That's why we love the Masters so much. I, I think there's a ton of mystique behind it. There's there's obviously this this ex- exclusivity that makes it so that you know it is hard to attend it. It's hard to even um, obviously to even play it. It's like almost impossible. And uh, I, I think that that makes it a, a really really unique um, tournament that uh, I is is probably it's the most popular followed watched one in the world. So. But. It, but here's the thing: it's it's very difficult to play and get on, but it's not for the reason of you're a billionaire, right. or it's not based on money. Nope, it's based on it's just who you know. It's who you know, and it's a lot of it. A lot of it's from like people from that area. That oh yeah, that's you know they were old time members and they've kept that integrity of the of the course and the club and um. It's a little hoity-toity, but at the same time, like I don't they think let, it is. Look at the clubhouse, let, dude. They let people. They let people in, though. That uh, they obviously let anybody in there. Well, not anybody, but they let a lot of people in there to enjoy. Uh, Look at watching the clubhouse, the though. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's nothing to it. Not really. I mean, if they, if they wanted, they could put literally the most insanely big, you know, magnanimous clubhouse like in the world. How much money did they bring in? By the way, I, have we even have we ever researched that? Like for CBS? Oh God, they make a boatload. I mean, is it like? I mean, what do you think? Like an endowment of the of? of I mean, it's got to be a billion. What do you dollars. think? Like IBM just gives them to be like the the you know the not even doesn't even get a commercial. They just get like their logo in the corner. Fifty million dollars. Oh God, it's got to be something stupid like that. Like fifty million dollars. I mean, and what 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 does that cost them? Nothing. I mean, what do they? What is their overhead to take fifty million? Think about that. Think about that. Like they have the best money making brand. Mm-hmm. Name name some. They don't have to no. do anything. Well, there's there's nothing that's ex- there's nothing this exclusive in sports. So. Also, There's really about, nothing this exclusive in sports. Think about this. So, like the guys that take care of the course and do all the work on it, they're volunteers. Yep. You have the best, like horticulture, agriculture guys in the world that volunteer. Yep. For the week, it's there. It's amazing. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, but you know, what? I, I would mean, be it's, curious. We need to find out like how much money. Like, all right. Well, we'll we'll do another episode where we actually do research on this stuff, and that could be kind of fun. Um, but let's uh, let's transition, John, into um, into something else. Tradition. Hello, yeah. friends. <laughs> We're gonna transition into talking about the players this week in the field. So as we get into the week here, John, I want to talk a little bit about who we think is hot and who's not coming into the week. Um, This is obviously really kind of the most prestigious championship, I think, for these guys. I know there's a lot of people out there like 
the people at FedEx that think that the tour championship is important, but um, winning a green jacket is the only thing we all grow up thinking about that would be the most incredible thing that we ever achieve uh, in golf. So um, I think it's I think it's the biggest major. Oh, by far. You think? By far. And not just because it's the first of the year. I mean... It, I, uh, I think it is. I think... Oh, well, then you're in agreement with me, yeah. but it, uh, other players don't. Well, you know, I mean... Especially the ones that haven't won it. I, well, there's some... I will say there's some players out there that don't love the golf course. They don't think it fits them kind of thing, and it's set up for long hitters and different things like that. Like a Jim Furyk. That being said, Jim's competed in a number of times in it. Uh, Your Zach Johnson, uh, Mike Weir, freaking even won it back in that. You know, and maybe the course is even longer nowadays compared to when those guys won. But Zach, the, the, Zach Johnson played like a robot four rounds. Dude, he made a lot of pars. He, he laid up he birdied. He laid up on every single par. Five. Absolutely, but he found he found a way to hit wedges close and get birdies. So he he played his game and beat the golf course. That week, and it was kind of a shitty weather week, you know, when he when he won, which probably helped bring everybody feel closer together. But um, he's a freak, man. The For dude do a, it. He's a machine. His his golf swing reminds me of yours, just very robotic. It, well, he figured out how to do something uh-huh. with lo- with nothing, right? Just like you have. <laughs> <laughs> but do you realize, like, I'm not like a big guy, but I would tower over Zach Johnson. Yeah, he's not big. I mean, he's probably four inches shorter than me, probably 20 pounds, 25 pounds less. Yep. He's actually, dude, he's got a way prettier golf swing than me. Michael Hart would agree to that. Oh, for sure. His way, you know what looks alike, me and him, is is the wedges. Yeah. Wedges. That's, that's well, you you got that kind of sawed off finish. Yeah. Yeah. It's not pretty. So, uh, um, let's talk about uh, the field then. And who do you think is probably the hottest stick right now coming into the Masters? I was thinking about that earlier. That's extremely difficult. So, and you got Corey okay. Connors coming off of a uh, a Monday qualifier win that was last so week. Awesome. That was so awesome. I mean, I you so want to talk about guy. a back nine, like and a front freak. nine? It was freakish. What he what he goes? He birdied the first four holes, then bogeyed the last four holes in the front nine, and then birdied five more in a row. Yeah, that Just, was that was crazy golf. It was sick golf. Just fantastic. Um, so let's anyway. say. Let, so what do you? Mean? I'm throwing him out because he's probably never played freaking Augusta before, and I think having some experience really helps. So are you asking the hottest stick for this course, or just the hottest stick? Period. Uh, I just think, who do you think Scott needs a heat check coming into this week? Like, he's been playing really well and probably has a pretty good chance. Rory. McElroy. Yeah. I, I like that. That's, that. I mean, that's a probably a pretty common pick, but he's playing really well. Yeah, he's, he's playing very solid golf. He's playing well. Um, if his putter gets going in any way, he's he's good. He just, that's what that's his problem. I, I can't disagree with you there. I think that's... Uh, That'd um, be the guy. I'd be like, okay. But you know who I picked... I picked him. I so maybe we we'll explain a little bit. We got a, uh, a friend, Matt Pate, that puts a Masters pool for like fifty guys together. He takes uh, the you you pick four players, um, two, two guys top in tens, the top ten, 
and then two from 10 to 20, or 11 to 20. One from 11 to 20, and one from 21 and above. And then one wild card. And then one wild card that also has to be from 21 and above. And the wild card, basically, if one of your top 20 guys misses the cut, the wild card can step in and be your fourth player, because four players have to count. I haven't sent the the picks back, but I'm, I'm in between. So... I- I, I like I do like Brooks here this week. I don't know why. I just got a feeling about the guy. They're like he's just going to show up. That's what he does. Like all of a sudden he's not there the week before. Yeah, and then he's just like, he gets lasered in in major week, right? Yeah, and then he's all of a sudden there. So I like him, and then I I, I like Ricky. Yeah, uh, uh, Ricky's been playing very steady golf. I I, if Ricky, I don't like come Ricky, on, dude. I don't like Ricky on Sunday, but I like Ricky all the way up until Sunday. I just I just want to see him. I know. get through the hump. I know. It, so he he's he's it's it's a picture between uh, my top ten is uh, Brooks, Ricky, and uh, Rory. I haven't decided yet who I'm going to pick out of those three. And then I got Tiger in my eleven to twenty, and uh, then I got I got. Uh, I got Kiz. I, I got Kisner. Here's my problem. I wanted to pick Kisner for my 11 to 20. That's who I wanted to pick there. But he's rated. Is he ranked? 25. Uh, and then I and then and then uh, Spieth is 29th. And I wanted to pick Spieth for my 21 and above. Ah. Uh, so I'm like I'm I, I you know it's kind of sucks. So maybe because if, if your top four make the cut, then you don't your you wild don't get, card doesn't count. You don't get to use it. Yeah. So who do you make a wild card? I mean, I bet I you. I kind of like the format of this. I do too. I think it's smart. I think give it, you know, Pate, He's a, you know, he's. I call him Ace Rothstein from Casino. Um, I'm. We'll see. I'm going to do. There, it's twenty bucks per entry, and you can do two entries. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm doing two entries. That's a good idea. Yeah. That way, I could shake up the top ten. Uh, I really debated on throwing Justin Rose in there, but I just don't. He's a solid pick. I mean, the guy's played great golf for about a year straight now. Um, I just don't like him at Augusta. If his putter is hot, he could he could just dominate everybody because he's just so so consistent with the rest of his game. Um, uh, I think Rory, though, I think he plays aggressive. I think sometimes you got to play aggressive at Augusta, especially off the tee, and he he drives the ball better than anybody. Um, so I just also do, like just that, do one entry. Who's your guys? Who, all right, so my guys are. Um, oh, let me pull it up real quick. I've got it saved. Hold on, hold on. All right, uh, drafts, drafts. Here we go. All right, so um, I have. God, see, I'm torn, man. I don't know which one's my number one entry versus my number two entry. Um, all right, here. This is this was the first one I put together. Justin Rose, Rory McIlroy. Those are my it's a good pick. Top guys there. Who's your guy though? Who's your guy that like overall the whole tournament? Who would you pick? McElroy. Yeah, that's how we agree there. I think McElroy's the hottest right now. For in current state of his game, he could choke just because he wants it too bad. That's probably my only hesitation with him. Um then I got the guy who's just been consistent, and even though he's not really well liked right now, it doesn't matter. But Matt Kucher is my uh eleven to twenty guy. Um Guy's What's he playing. ranked? He's uh he's maybe like thirteenth, fourteenth in the world or something like that. He's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna make the top ten. He will make a top ten. He'll the, be in the top ten. The dude's he's just I'd bet solid. on him being in the top five. He's just a solid player right now, and I it's it's hard to it's hard to not put money on him. 
This is when I got, I, I was like, I, because it's gambling, I got to get a little bit aggressive and I got to, I'm going more on the history side of how well these guys have played at Augusta in the past. Um, not necessarily about how they're playing right now. One of them is probably an exception. But so my 21 plus guy is Brant Snedeker. And Brant has had a history in the last few years of kind of sneaking in there and like getting, like, you know, competing. Maybe not being in the final group, but being somebody who's kind of making moves on the weekend and, and playing pretty steady golf, good solid golf at Augusta. And I, to me, hard not to put him in there because I think he'll be in the hunt come Sunday. And then lastly, my wild card is somebody who has played well at Augusta in the past, but this is the guy that I think is warm heat check coming into this week who has played well in Augusta, and that's Charlie Hoffman. And I think Charlie Hoffman could be the the true like wild card winner this week. You know who's another guy we didn't even we don't even sniff at it. This guy's just been like the hottest guy in golf in the past year is Molinari. So you know, here's the thing: he I, just doesn't hit it far enough. Well, and I've been I have a tendency to pick Americans, and so in my next group, my next uh, picks. I went with more like foreign players. I've got Cameron Smith in here, who has finished really well the last couple of years at Augusta. I've got Adam Scott as my wild card. I think any former champion that's has competed well early this season, I think he he's one to watch out for. And I really love the way Tommy Fleetwood's playing and um, has played for the past year as well. So I think he could he could make some waves. The only non foreign person I have in my other picks here is Dustin Johnson. And that's just kind of like a bomber's paradise type of thing where, you know what, if he's got his driver going and can hit some shots close to it, he, if he, he deci- can, If he decides he cares. Well, that could be part of it too. But I think he's so long that he could easily compete out there and, and make it, make the course look easy. Oh, if he's hitting a lot of wedges in, it's yep. game time. Yep. And, you know, you don't get yourself in too much, like, rough trouble. So even if he's barely missing fairways and stuff like that, he, the rough is not really rough out there. So that's why I like Dustin too, and I like Brooks for the same reason. They just have to get their putters going. That's it. I mean, that's and those. I would say the closest. When I was trying to think of when I was at Bell Reeve last year, the the greens were like. Really, like Bellary's really undulated, yep. and Brooks did really well with that. Yeah, he just put well, but it was different. You know, it's not the same type of greens. It's those are it, 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 it's like kitchen tables. Yep, I mean it's tea to green is not. I think you and I could go tea to green, probably similar to what we do at Chatham here. Yeah, I'm I'm serious. It's just the greens are whole different. Oh, different ball game. It's it's four putt city for well, us. Well, and, and if you are not, I will. But say T, you say T to green too, though. There are a number of greens out there where if you do not put the ball in like the quadrant of where you need to in proximity to the hole, you can have a really tough two putt. It's three. It's three Jack City from anywhere else on the green. I would probably put four Jack City. In right. Some, in s- some cases, yeah. Because like you're putting it off the freaking green yeah, on one. And then like you have a five foot putt that could be a ten feet away after that five foot putt. Yeah. So got it. It's, it's I would love to play it. I know. It'd oh be great, my man. God. It'd be good. So you've got Tiger in there. Nobody mentioned Phil. Um 
I think Phil's game is way too inconsistent. He does love Augusta. Um, his it's it's all on his putter, uh, as we've talked about in the past. Believe it or not, and his, Phil and his driver and his driver off the tee. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. If he's if he is in the fairway, uh, I'm not as worried about his putter. It's it's if he gets in play. Yeah, that's he's, the he's, key. He's scrambling it. too much. And then it just puts too much stress. Well, t- well, Tiger's the same way, I feel like. You know, guy, if he keeps it in play, both those guys, if they keep it in play, they, sh- they give themselves a chance. This shows how, like, good those two are. I know. Like, they could beat you and, by and hitting less, half the fairways. They could the hit half the fairways you do. And beat you. Yeah, and beat you. Like, beat you pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And if they're hitting the fairways, good they're, luck. They're basically in your head. If they're hitting fairways, oh, you're done. <laughs> if they're sitting center cut, and it, forget it, you're done. Yeah, those guys are too good. And the only two that could, could was those two that would compete against yeah. each other are both hitting fairways. So um, over fifty, this I'm throwing. This is a curveball. Over fifty, um, so like basically senior tour, sorry, champions tour players uh, that make the cut. Who you, who you got? Fred. Fred. You like? I love Fred making the cut. Fred, Fred's great uh, up until um, Saturday, and then his back freaking goes out. Um, is Cabrera over fifty now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. What do you, you like? On hell? I don't know, dude. I haven't seen him lately. How? What kind of shape is he in? He's he's never in good shape. Yeah, he's looking kind of thick here in this photo. Um, he. Oh my god! I didn't even think about this. On hell. Is the foreign Brooks Kepka? <laughs> he is. Think about it. He would just show up at majors. He only has like five yeah. wins and yeah. three are majors. Three are majors. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he is. The first one he won was a U.S. Open. He was smoking a cigarette. It's fantastic. On eighteen. Right. Well, I love Boom Boom. I think he's a cut. Uh, Langer to me, that no dude could way. go out. That dude could come out there every year and make the cut. Other than he's probably only hitting at two fifty off the tee now, but. The guy wins still. What is he like sixty? And he wins multiple uh, champions events. Was he every in the year? running like last year? Was he actually like in the? He top was like 10? a top twenty, probably. Yeah, I mean, dude, gamer. He's just a gamer. Who did you say? VJ. Boom, boom. Yeah, boom boom. I love Freddie. Oh, Fred couples. Um, I uh, I think that VJ is a VJ. VJ and Fred would be the two. I VJ made a run. What a couple weeks ago, and you know, kind of. Uh, d- fell off on Sunday, but he was in the hunt in a PGA event a once few weeks I, ago. Right? Once I saw him do that cross-handed chip, I'm like, you're done. <laughs> cross-handed chip. Did you see that shit? I didn't see that. God. It was terrible. Yeah. I, did he always do that? I don't know, man. He w- he goes, he, he puts his left hand low. Like his putting stroke? Yes. That's fucked up. I was like, dude, why are you doing that? So last year, Langer... Uh, tied 38th. That's pretty solid. Um, for a 138-year-old. Two years ago, 2016, uh, I guess three years ago, um, tied 24th. 2014, he was tied, tied for 8th, T8, and then another T25 in 2013. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? And the guy won it back in 93 and then 85 and 93. I just... I don't think you can count out these old timers. Um, dudes, dudes can still just ball, just straight ball. Who's it? Who's it? Who? Larry Mize. You think he'll compete? No, Larry Mize, no chance. Tom Watson in it? 
Nope, he doesn't. He does. Uh, does he do the tee off now? Is it Nicholas Watson and uh, or did Watson player? Win? Did I know Watson player. Had, did Watson win the Masters? Yeah, he won the Masters. Did he? Yeah. What did he? Did he not win one of the majors? PGA actually, did he win the Masters? He's he has. I don't think he's a Grand Slam guy. No, maybe he didn't win a PGA. He won eight he's or won nine. The, he's he, won, he won eight or nine majors. God, this is where we need like good people who know what the fuck they're talking about. Um. So yeah, I do. Oh, Ian Woosnam, no chance, no chance. Trevor Immelman, yeah, no chance. Mike Weir, no chance. Uh, Danny Willett. So, so at work we do a uh, we do a pool, and we do it's like a draft though. It's like a snake draft, and uh, we do like a random drawing, and it's twenty bucks to get in, and if you win, you buy breakfast for the next major. We do this for all the majors. So. Uh, I couldn't make it to the drawing this morning and um, at breakfast. So they go by world rankings. And so I end up with Danny Willett as my seventh pick, my last pick. Um, and I started looking at He won a tournament back in November. So, I mean, he's a good golfer. He's, rate, he's ranked like 73rd in the world or some shit, which I'm like. He's that high? Yeah. I'm like, well, it had to be because he won in November or something, but. Anyway, um, he was and he was below that. Yeah, because he felt. Remember, he won the Masters and then like he, vanished. Oh, <laughs> straight vanished. <laughs> and then he won. He won in November in like Dubai or something like that. He won. And I then, thought. I don't know. I thought it was like he. I thought he would come like on the PJ tour. He just didn't do it. He didn't no, want to do no. it. He's like I'm staying Euro. Kevin Tway, man. That'd be gets to play. Kevin Twy Kyle does? Stanley. Kevin yeah. Twy does? Yeah, I think if you won a tournament within the last year, you're in. Um, Kevin Twy can he can play. Top fifty. So yeah, let's talk about what qualifies you for this, which is interesting. Um it's top fifty in the world. Um, former champions. There's a bunch of anybody who's won like the mid am, the US AM. Um, the Asian Pacific AM, the Latin America AM. Um, and then, uh, uh, so like I said, former champions, and then anybody who's won a golf tournament within the last 20 year. It's a shame that Jim it's Furyk's like, not going to make it. Maybe it's like top 10 from last year too, and top you know threes from the last five years or something like that. So yes, Jim Furyk is rated 51st in the world right now and he's playing really good golf made a run at the players god he's gonna be missed i think he could have made a run here at augusta too but you think somebody made a wd like last second i don't know if he gets invited on the wd i don't think there's like a fill a spot type thing i think it's just the field is the field really yeah they don't have that i don't think there's an alternates list not like a pj championship no there isn't an alternate it's a very exclusive uh um group here so i don't know i mean is there anybody else that's not playing i mean obviously like graham so graham mcdowell here's how's this this is a weird one so graham mcdowell wins the week of the world match play but his event that he wins down in uh corrales at yeah down in the dominican does not count as an official pga event that would qualify for the masters puerto rico open right because it's 
those ones opposite of the World Golf Championship do not are not Mac, uh, Masters qualified. So he's not there. So Graham McDowell's not in, which is kind of sad. It is. That is sad. Him and uh, in between him or Furyk, I would probably take Graham. Yep. So it's too bad. Um, that really is. That sucks. Those are two guys that you want there. Well, and and um, what's his face? Uh, who was just in the hunt? Um, this weekend. Do you too. like Graham McDowell's swing? You know, it's kind of compacted. It really doesn't bother me. He, I mean, that guy cannot hit anything but a draw, does he? Oh, no, I don't think so. He's he's pretty wristy. Pretty wristy. He's got like um, a, that move through the ball. That's he 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 releases. <laughs> uh well, so. I think we've got. I think it's going to be a great tournament. I think there's. I think a lot of our favorite players are have the potential. I mean, it's, it's a great field, and a lot of our favorite players are going to be up on the leaderboard. I have a feeling come Sunday. Um, but um, well, yeah. Mark, have a good time there. You're going to enjoy it. We'll, well, we'll recap it on. If we can get together on Sunday, that'd if be we can nice. get together Sunday, I'd love to just knock out a recap Sunday night. Do a that'd little recap. Kind of, yeah, that'd be good. But. Before we do that, we're going to um, we're going to rank the beers that you can get at Augusta National. Stay tuned. All right. So one thing uh, when you go to Augusta, um, and we talked a lot about the food and and how inexpensive it is. And we talked about the beer and how it's probably the best value in, at a sporting event. Um, they come as a domestic beer, a domestic light. Uh, you can get a in, uh, import beer or a, an American craft beer, uh, which the craft beer was added in 2016. And uh, so I, I found an article on SB Nation that um, I thought was really interesting because when I was there last year, I I don't know why I didn't think of it, but one thing that's great about Augusta, and we talked about how they move people through the bathrooms and uh, the system for retail experience and the food experience is very similar. You basically go down a line and they've just got stuff in trays that you just, or in baskets that you just grab and you keep moving down and you pay. So they're making it so that you aren't waiting. Things are constantly going. And so the way the drinks work is they're already pre-poured as well. Um, and they're basically like sitting there ready for you to go. And they don't have uh, maybe your typical branding in Augusta as well. Everything is basically master's based. So even the beer is non-branded. But as we all know, beer has to have a brand behind it. It's not going to be just some generic brew that's truly like master's craft brew or something like that. They're going to serve something that um, people are familiar with. So what I found on the SB Nation website is that somebody did a little homework and they found that the domestic beer is a Coors Banquet beer. The domestic light is Miller Light. The import beer is Stella Artois. Artois. <laughs> Stella Artois. And uh, the American craft beer is Blue Moon. So John and I are on a mission. I I taste, I got one of each last time I was there because I was trying to figure out what's going on. Plus they came in, uh, if you get the domestics, they come in kind of a frosted plastic cup with a green logo on it. But if you get the import or the craft beer, it comes in a, a green cup with a white logo on it. Uh, and the frosted one has the year of the tournament. The green one just says Masters on it. So anyway, those are two differential 
interesting pieces to this as well that I'd picked up on and noticed. So I mainly experimented with them because I wanted a couple green cups and I wanted to figure out, all right, what am I drinking here? So um, we are going to taste each one of these, John and I are, and we are going to rank which order we would drink the most of these or, or maybe at least tell kind of give an opinion of like where you might start, where you would end up, and uh, if there's a story behind how you should drink beer at the Masters based on two idiots' opinion. All right, so we're going to kick it off light. It's just an excuse for us to drink more beer. It is actually an excuse to drink more beer and <laughs> shitty beer at that. So we've got the Miller Light here. We're going to find out if, if we could drink this, uh, what's the frequency or whatever. God, that's horrible. God, that's bad. This is all my dad drinks. Do you know how many dads drink this shit? It's all he drinks. This is horse shit. There are so many people that drink this. Like, this is their swill. Uh, it's the worst beer and ever. I, and I would probably tell you this is the one. I'll give a, a foreshadow my opinion. This is probably what you should drink most of the day. It's probably what you should drink most of the day. Um, <sighs> and it... it my problem is, I think that if it's warm, like the beer, I mean, the beer gets warmer, I think this probably is the worst. That's a fucking terrible beer. That's pretty bad. I've had the Coors Banquet beer. I actually don't think that's a horrible beer. All right. I really don't. I'm going to wash out my cup here. <laughs> I'm going to give you a Got to put a, oh, hold on. I got to fill, fill up here. I've been texting my buddy who go down who goes down there. Got got to do a rinse out, so we don't have the mix of the Miller Lite. Get that horse piss. Okay, so we're moving. We've moved on to the other the the full bodied domestic uh, Coors Banquet beer. You you obviously heard our opinion on the Miller Lite. It's it's not our favorite beer. We're more Budweiser guys if we're going to have to drink light beer I, I, or I love, American beer. I love the name of that. The Coors Banquet? I love that. How about these little stubby bottles, too? I, I kind of like the stubby bottle. I like it. All right. Well, let's drink Coors this. Banquet. All right. I like that. I actually like that beer. I, sh- I think I could drink this all day. <laughs> I like that beer. I gotta, I'm got. i going to have to... Hold on. Let me look at this. We got... So I, you like that better than five, Steve? Five percent alcohol. A lot of ca- one hundred forty-seven calories. That's a good beer, though. That's that's it's actually that's actually pretty solid. It's a good beer. I mean, it, it rivals a Steve. I, I've got a Steve sitting right here. I'm just gonna. Steve still wins, <laughs> no. but it, uh, you know what? <laughs> Compared to like drinking a, like a high life, right? Yeah, or like a genuine Miller genuine draft. So like, here's the thing: Miller Lite has no other alternative like version that's worth a shit. Do you, do you remember drinking like your the first time somebody gave you an MGD? It one of the worst beers on the planet. There's only one worse that I drank a lot more of. It's called Miller High Life. Oh, God. The, the, the champagne of beers. The champagne of painting your fucking toilet. Uh, 
Coors banquet beer. Okay. So last year, um, last year when I got the import for the first time. God, that tastes horrible. <laughs> so we're, we're moving on to the Stella Artos. It just shows how bad the El Presidente was. <laughs> I, but I thought that was better. <laughs> so, so last year when I got this, because I wanted the green cup, I, I was like, all right, I'll do the, I'll do the import. <laughs> And I figured, I figured it's probably Heineken, and so I drank it, and I, it was like this. It kind of smells a little skunky, tastes a little skunky, and I'm like, this has to be Heineken. But you know, I never asked anybody. Europeans may like create a beer, but we perfected it because this, it's just bad. It's, it, <laughs> it's awful. There's, I would not drink. Here's the thing: I I will drink two of these only. To get the green cups this year, just so I could get two more green cups, and actually, it might be worth not drinking these, um, just and and going and dumpster diving for more green cups because this is terrible, and I don't know why I used to enjoy this. I don't know. Either. I, I mean, right I used, it tastes awful. There, there was a time in my life where, like, I it, it was probably before the craft brew kind of like you know resurgence. You know, I was like, oh yeah, it, it's better than Heineken. It, this is awful beer. It's awful. It's it's not good. No, and I'm sorry to the Belgians. There's good Belgian beers, but we're getting ready to drink an imi- <sighs> we're getting ready to drink an imitation Dude, Belgian do you, beer. Do you know how my full my stomach is right now? And we we're, we're drinking like shots of beer, and I'm already just like because the, what we just drank is so awful. shatty. <laughs> You got Steve over there to like make sure you're okay. Oh my god! Pass uh. <laughs> <laughs> me the the twenty two ounce of. <laughs> so I went to the our local Big Red Liquors. Oh, just how I remembered it. Tastes like fucking celery. Um, it does taste that. It tastes like celery. And I hate celery. Do you not taste celery in that? I taste awful. I got Stella mixed in with. Hold on. This is so. This bl- was like my first like beer though. I thought was like a blue craft beer. Right, right. Well, and I, I think I mean that's I'm what, sure in some circles I, somebody still considers this craft beer. You know, who makes that. It was Coors. Yeah, Coors. <laughs> I believe makes it Coors. Um. <laughs> This apparently now, so this is according to Sports SB Nation as well. Um, apparently, there are oranges behind the counter if you ask for them. That if you need to put this with this, are you gonna ask for one when you're down there and tell so, me the reaction you get, please? Remember to do that. The second sip is better than the first. It's kind of like I had to clean clean my palate with the first one, and that second sip wasn't as bad, but it's still pretty bad. I mean, like a true Belgian white. Have you ever had like a true? Oh yeah. Belgians can make beer. Stella's not one of them. No, Stella's dog shit. And now I don't. And who owns Stella now? Imbev, right? Uh, sure. The same one that owns Budweiser. Yeah, the but, German group. Actually, they're like. 
Are they German? Brazilian, Argentinian, or oh, something. Whatever. They they suck. They, they ruined. They, they ruined it. They they didn't they didn't change Steve's recipe though. Oh, that's that you can't. If they do, I will. I'm ne- I'll, I'll throw it. It's like changing Coke Zero. I'll never drink. Oh, yeah, I still fucking drink it. Because <laughs> even though it's now Coke Zero sugar, I like if uh, if I'm gonna drink a Coke, it's gonna be Coke Zero. Oh hell yeah! I would drink Coke Zero over that fucking middle light. I would enjoy a frothy Coke Zero. Oh, you can give me a, a yeah bubbly Coke Zero over any of these probably three beers but so i'll drink that i like the banquet beer so uh, so here's I the like thing it. i don't remember if they had like i don't remember seeing that they had like domestic and domestic light so that's just something that How i don't do you really know remember you're getting the coors so there's a domestic and a domestic light now i don't remember them labeling that Either there I. so that's where I, i'm not sure i'm i'm i I'm, thought i was getting a steve like sb nation May be correct, maybe not. I'm not. It, they may not be 100 correct. That is the only source I looked up, and it was an article from last year, 2018. So I figured it was probably the most relevant. Um, and so I'm, I'm I'm going with it. But so here's my mission: when I'm I am going to ask, I'm going to do my homework, and we're going to find out if this is. So we just did this sampling, but we're going to find out. I am pretty damn sure it was Blue Moon because I remember hating it so much when you I had know it last Blue year. Moon. You, there's no way you can mistake. Blue yeah, Moon. I, I I hated it so much. I'm like, what is this garbage? That, you could mistake Stella or Toast. I thought for that was Heineken. Heineken. I thought that was you Heineken. Can, that's a mistakeable one, especially because it was a draft, you know. And so I thought that was Heineken last year. I did think I was drinking Bud Light, but I knew it wasn't right. So that's probably why it was Miller Light because it wasn't very good. Well, those are that's like choosing between piss and shit. But when do when you're in draft and you're picking up a cup that's just been sitting out there for who knows how long. Uh, but I'm saying man. Miller Light and Bud Light, it's like piss and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's it's, it's not good. They're both not good. So Bud um, Light's probably a little better. It's it has a at least a little better flavor. God, they're awful. <laughs> Why does my dad like that? I don't get I don't, it. I don't know. So I, I, I thought this was a fun experiment. So if you, uh, so I think you, I, we're both on the same page. My number one beer, if I can it's make not sure, even close. If I can make sure that the course banquet beer is available in the tent that I go through, this is by far going to be my choice. All I week. agree. It was good, and when we both taste, we both said this, and we're like, oh, it's and good. I will, it's I will good beer. I will. Uh, I, I would say my second choice. I is reluctant. It would probably be the Miller Light, just because it's a long day, and I feel like they're like you know they're like a hundred calories or something like that. Logis- I feel like I could with logicity and strategy there. Yeah, you yeah. If you gotta go, so over it's the like day. like so like you early, drink Blue Moon all day, oh, <laughs> die. God. So I'm thinking early on in the day, I go Coors Banquet. Hold on, I'm back this up. For oh a second. yeah, let's back, back it up. this up. Yeah, so. Like here's my beer plan for no, Wednesday. Yeah, can you, will you follow it if we say it on here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, start out with two to three cores. Yeah, start, that's what you start out yeah, with. Yeah, right, right, right. And then keep a steady pace in the middle of light, and then end it with a blue moon <laughs> with an orange. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. There doesn't how many cores you drink. You know, cores will keep you like probably slow. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think I'll sip them a little slower. <clears throat> and then so go two or three of those. I don't know how many uh, Miller Lite. Sounds 
I'd, I'd almost rather just crush the. I gotta get you make the choice, but commit, I, and then I want to know the feedback. My 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 goal is to find two green cups near trash can, so I don't have to drink Blue Moon or Stella. Well, you got to end it with a, with a Blue Moon with an orange. With an orange, <laughs> take a picture of that. Yeah. I think we should. I think I got to. Yeah, we got to get oranges with that. So Michael will be up for that. Um, well, thanks for playing the game here. Um, even though the beer is five dollars and four and five bucks, I think we know why now. Um, is because it's the bottom of the barrel uh, of beers. They'd be better off having Mick Ultra, um, probably as their light light. But that beer, I don't. That's another podcast. How bad everything about that beer is. But the the banquet beer, that's a real beer. Oh, no, I, it really. That's a real no, beer. It's solid. It's a real it's beer. Solid. It's solid. I like it. I could drink that. Cool, man. Well, I um, I look forward to catching up on Sunday, uh, watching Jordan Spieth not win another Green Jacket and uh, not owing you a hundred dollars. And um, until then, John, go out there, hit more greens, just score better. See you, buddy. See Thanks. You.